tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! It's not going away. What do you do when you come out I want to follow. Lately, I've been messaging a bottle. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to AfterBuzzTV.com. Welcome to Undable Live's After you Show. You can thank me now. <laughs> My name is Joe. The voice that you're hearing, that's our extra special guests over in the corner. We got... You can thank me now. David Finn. And we got... Brent Moray. Yeah. Coffee's My legs on, on fire. He's already spilled coffee on himself. Yo, I'm not good at drinking coffee. Oh. <laughs> you guys, it burns my lips. It's a party here at the AfterBuzzTV.com studios. Thank you for tuning in. Ladies, go ahead and introduce yourselves once again. Hey, guys. I'm Sam Davidson, and you guys can tweet me during the show at SamD43, and I'm on the live chat. So chat us and ask all of us, including our very special guest, questions. And you can thank me now. <laughs> thank you. See, see how... Well, so it, it works perfect. for an it intro perfect. to a show. Yes, thank you. It's perfect. It's a Great. lot of confidence. Hi. <laughs> hey, and I'm Hannah Pritchard. You guys, you guys can tweet at me at the Hotshot Dude, and you guys can probably stick your head in that camera at any time and just like make faces. <laughs> I'm too scared to tip in this chair <laughs> because I'm on a Great. little bit of a ledge. You can pick both of our noses if you'd like during. <laughs> and we got Fiona over in the corner. Yeah. Fiona, how you doing, girl? I'm good, thank you. You can find me on Twitter at Fiona Zaring and on Instagram at Fiona Zaring as well. Awesome. Well, guys, <laughs> welcome back. We're doing our second episode of Undateable Live, uh, but it's episode three we're talking about, a rock and a hard place, walk into a bar, mm-hmm. and we were going to, you know, chat about, like, you know, the whole story of the show, but we got we got the stars here. Let's get to the meat potatoes. Let's talk yes! to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. it. So, uh, David, welcome welcome aboard. Hi. Uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks. So That's having what they say on these things. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for having me. <laughs> it's got such a Sounds so this. polite it's coming from you with your accent. And also, sitting next to this fool is... Uh, yeah, makes you look very I got good. That, yeah. I got that panicky, natural voice. <laughs> <laughs> come over! And he's just like, come over. That's my British accent, by the way. That was perfect. You're so look at how you look what you're doing with your f- nails. Mm-hmm. So proper. Yeah. And they look they look properly coiffed. They look nice oh, and no, manicured. You're just I buy, so I buy the look shop. at the okay. watch. Killing it. <laughs> that was a, that was the thirtieth birthday present from my lovely wife, actually. Nice. La la. Yeah. Thirtieth birthday present. <laughs> You know what I got? I got a uh, mini golf coupon. And I got, <laughs> and I got the American. <laughs> and we got a live undateable this season. Oh yeah. What's the what's the let's just jump right into like what's the biggest difference besides from being, you know, obviously live, but what's the difference on doing a live show with the preparation, the actual like filming? Honestly, the the prep is a lot more, but um, the experience is a lot more fun and I can speak for me as a comedian and doing live shows every single night. It's so much fun. But also, David is uh, a theater actor, a professional actor. <laughs> and we're just a bunch of clowns surrounded by professional actors like him. 
uh, it's the same joy. It's the same rush because it's one take. You go. That's it. Here it happens. If you break, that's on you camera. Can't, but you can't kind of overthink it too much because yeah. you think, oh, just the other side of those cameras is three million yeah. people. Or <laughs> Everybody, you can't do that. If you do that, you're gonna you're gonna want to kill you, yourself because you, you'd be if, so depressed. If you put, if you try and think how many people that is, that's like. You know, fifty football stadiums or something ridiculous like that. That's like, insane. So you can't. I actually never thought about that until he just said that right now, <laughs> yeah. and so now that's all I'm going to think about. The, the rest nerves of the season. are yeah, bubbling yeah. up. Are bubbling up. But uh, it, it's a definite fun thing um, when you do theater. If you do stand up, uh, you you're used to falling on your face and finding a way out of it. So I think we're lucky with our cast. I think there's not a better show for this to happen because you don't want. A perfect cast of season six friends to do this. <laughs> you want imperfection mixed with improvising, mixed with people that actually care about each other. Like we all care about each other so much. So like if we mess up, we care about each other so much that we want one of us to mess up. <laughs> we time. want one of us to mess up though. You know, yeah. like if he messes up, it's so funny to me because yeah. I'm his friend and I'm like, you're, you're messing up. During, during the dress rehearsal this week, <laughs> during the dress rehearsal this week, there was about 300 people in the studio just that we had an audience and I messed up a line and he wasn't even in the scene and I just heard from backstage, ha! <laughs> <laughs> just him laughing at me because he loves it so much when I oh, mess up. He did a, he did a, they gave him a line, we did a dress rehearsal on Thursday before we did the live tape. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, and he goes, how do I make this funny during rehearsal? And I'm looking at it, I go... It was a tricky line. It was, it was a like, very tricky, complex like line. And it was like I was three like, layers of imagery. By the time you get to the game, it's like, what too are we much. talking about? And I'm trying to figure out a way to help. And, like, and that's what we do on our show, too. It's like, I'll go to him, or we go to Chris, or we go to Ron, and be like, what do you think would be funny? Or if him or Ron or Chris has something for me or vice versa we do that we'll be like it'd be funny if you did it this way if you do that yeah. or maybe you do this this way this particular line he's like what do I do and I was like um, I couldn't figure it out yeah. and on the rehearsal night on an audience that was I'm sorry if you're listening you're that audience you're the worst fucking audience <laughs> <laughs> hands out. down hands down Go fuck yourself. You're the, <laughs> no, for real. You, you suck. Nice. You don't like life. You're the worst people ever. And I hope that you all get a little bit of an accident. To be, don't to die, be, but have to live with problems. To be fair to Point that audience, is, though, to be fair to that audience, the, they were asked, how many of you have seen Undateable? And there was about was 300 about, of them there. Oh, and God. nine people put that. Nine oh, people there. No. Yeah, so but like, just enjoy the moment. But as comedians, we love pain. I think that's what I've learned. Yeah. Like, So I'm... I've never had a better experience in a tape night. I've never been happier, and it was the worst it I've was ever so been. Funny. It was just so funny. But he does this line. He delivers it. He's holding an ice cream cone, you know, because I, I like an ice cream cone dropped in the episode. Or he decided, I'm going to pick that up. It's going to help the bit. Which was hilarious. Yeah. That was hilarious. But the line that they cut, I'll never forget this. He does it in the dress rehearsal, and he's like, da 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 Crickets. And then nothing. Just, <laughs> but crickets. the whole rehearsal week, he's like, this is not going to get anything. But he gave everything to it. Like, there was no better way to deliver this line than he did. He just tr he just was like, fuck it. I'm going for it. This is going to be the best way to deliver this particular line. And it didn't work. But as he walks by me, because he goes, he leaves the frame, he says... <laughs> Under his breath, I'm the only one who hears it. He goes, fucking hell. <laughs> and I was like, you just see all the frustration of effort. He probably sat at home looking in the mirror going, 
the line. And it was just like he gave everything in every frustration, all the theater training he had, everything just walking by, holding an ice cream cone going, fucking hell. And so I'm already laughing. I'm crying laughing and nobody knows why. And I had to deliver the next line. It's only because I know. I knew We all knew it would bomb. All the comics laughed. We were all laughing. But this was, And nobody knew I were laughing. But it was like, because you just bombed. It's the funniest when you bomb. This was about, and it was about two thirds of the way into the episode, by which point we knew that, like, we're getting nothing from this audience. Yeah. Like, we're getting nothing. So that just made it even funnier oh, and more pathetic. Best. And the, the, the finale at the end, when we all go up the steps and sing, uh, those summer nights, tell yeah, me he more. Even did a better. Tell me more. And we do this big. It's just. Oh. Well, what happened is, so then we all, I'm not then kidding because like David, David looks at me and he goes, "Well, David thinks, okay, well, the only thing that will get us out of this is this closing number, <laughs> and it's supposed to be me singing this song, and I've never done theater before, <laughs> and they make me sing all these songs that I barely know." Yeah. And Which are the most David well, is trying to help the me. most well-known musical songs of all time. Are well, yeah, I also I've seen one. Grease yeah. eight times, but I realized the one thing I'm not good at is lyrics. Like I, I I know a melody. You could do a beat of something. I go, oh yeah, that's that's West Side Story. Or this is this, but singing improperly for the sa- like that that Frankie Valley type yeah, singing yeah, yeah. through the nostrils. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and so when I did it in a, 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 a run through that week, I popped a vocal cord. What? Because I started too high <laughs> and I've never done that. And the second you it was done... Pop a vocal cord! Did you really? You can't pop a vocal yeah. cord! Well, see, I don't know what I'm talking about, but this something here in the midst of me doing it went... I'm and go I went, to... oh, that's gone. So like it, it was like... self-diagnosed, popping a vocal yeah. cord. Did you go to women? Here's all pudding. <laughs> I didn't have a voice for two fucking days. So I'm sitting there going... Like a guitar string. I was like, how am I going to do this, though? But for real, I was so scared to sing this note again. And I thought to myself, I go, what is my life? I was I'm giving scared him the note. to sing Grease. I was giving him the note. He was going, those are and I, 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 I said, you have to give me the note and coming go, up the stairs. And he I'm, can do, do it. I'm I singing it, it under my breath. Night. And he goes, night. <laughs> no, it was even worse than that. When we did the dress rehearsal, it was like, it, to be honest, it was a fitting end to a terrible night. Because oh, it was man. like, well, let's see if we can get out of it with this last number. Nah. And the way I sing it, all as I'm singing it, I start laughing because it's so bad. And he starts laughing <laughs> like that. Mama. The whole cast is like, because I was like, night. But I'm on top of the stairs in a leather jacket like I'm Zuko. Is that it? Zuko? Yeah, Danny Zuko. I'm up there, and I was like, this is just fitting for this terrible run through. But we all, everyone went. We all started crying. Oh, crying, crying laughing. It was was just the worst night ever. That's but it's good. But I then on tape night, I still ruined the, the end of that song, and you could see me laughing because I still yeah. couldn't hit the I was going to say, you did like a little laugh, and I kind of thought you did it on purpose. I no, like, this I, I is le- the way I'm going to make this. I no legitimately work. tried so hard to do it, but I couldn't do it. And I had, I popped a vocal. Pop, popped a vocal. And uh, <laughs> he popped a vocal. And I, yeah. I couldn't sing. I had a lump here for three days, and I said, oh, what? what's that? 
I heard up <laughs> You need to see that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't do doctors. I don't do fuck doctors. Huh? <laughs> do you, now, David, you did, you did like, you know, you've done Broadway. You did, or not Broadway, you've done musicals. You've yeah. done the 20th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. So do you, do you kind of like, you know, watch, love watching him squirm in, when he's I doing do. things? I mean, he helps outside. teach me. He teaches me. I, te- but, uh, I go to him for anything that's like ever musical based where I go, how, the do, dance I, how do I do or... this? Or what should I do here? Or how do I how like do if I know this? Any, like, anything like, because there was, there was an episode where he had to do, it says like where Brent does West Side Story. Yeah. And he was like, what's on? I was like, you've got to. And it's <laughs> like, and you just see like, me and him like yeah. after rehearsal and he's like, oh, Brent. Brent, it's easy. You got a da 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 And I was like, yeah, yeah, Brent, Brent, it's just a pop and a pop and a pop and a And I'm like, yeah, I got it. And that's the same thing with uh, the Grease song. He was like, Brent, it's easy. Nah. Did you pop up? I can't even do it now. I don't know. Brent is so proud. He's like, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm like, no, no, just listen. No, I got it. I got it. I didn't have it. I didn't have it. But I usually go to him anytime because Bill loves musicals. That's the big reason that musical elements are in our show. And uh, I think we should do an musical version. I'm telling you right now that's going to happen because Bill does that. Because when I met Bill uh, from Connecticut, like me, a brown-haired, blue-eyed guy who loves basketball and musicals, we had everything in common. Because my older brother did opera and like we had all these like musical people living at our house and that, so that was a big conversation and we'd have that talk but then he puts musical elements in the show and it'll be like you know that part right and I'm like no <laughs> he's, I have no he's idea so like you've got such a good voice but like never get never learns the lyrics like, I don't know lyrics in the, in the I don't pilot, know lyrics in the pilot I'm the worst at lyrics um, uh, uh, girls just want to have fun oh yeah everyone knows every lyric to that song <laughs> don't, don't you love me baby <laughs> <laughs> don't you love me baby I don't know any lyrics and the thing is is like because I have to sing all these like pop hits it'd be like Taylor Swift or anything or One Direction I don't know any of their songs. So I have to go, the most of my day is spent trying to remember these lyrics because the dialogue is so friendly and we get to be loose with it. And Bill and Adam are so open with us, like improvising and messing around and being open and treating it that way. That's different. So it's fine. I could be loose with that. But the lyrics I have to be precise about. And I don't know lyrics to any popular song. So I'll be like, how's Roar go? And I have to look at Roar, or like we do table reads, that's the worst. We get the script at the table read, and there'll be a song there, and it's gotten to the point that this season I did one song, and I was like, ba-da, and, and the, collectively everybody went, no, <laughs> just because they were like, like anticipating the... that I didn't know how to sing this particular song. Because they were like, Brent doesn't know lyrics. That's become a thing now. That's my thing. It's like, you gotta, you gotta train Brent how to do this song. Well, I, I, I just want I don't think you should feel bad about not knowing the lyrics to One Direction songs. I don't think that that's quite... Exactly. Yeah, that's my argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they come to me, they go, you know this song, right? And I go, of course I don't know that song. I am not a 15-year-old girl. I have no idea. Roar is ridiculous, though. You need to step up to get your rep up. You I ended learn up doing lyrics. I learned Roar. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. You sang it really well, though. It was... Mm-hmm. That's quite high and stuff. And well, the problem is, is that when I go on tour as a stand-up, everybody goes like, sing this. And I was like, I don't, I don't sing in my act. And it's just people being mad at me because I swear too much. <laughs> well, everyone online loves you guys right now. We're getting yes! some chatters that say that they really like it more now that it's live. Yeah. How do you guys feel about how the experience you know, has changed from it being live? Like, Do you feel like it's better? Yes. it's. I mean, the atmosphere in the room is 
just kind of brimming the whole the whole day. You can feel it building through the week, and then on show night, it's kind of it just feels like a party. And yeah. then we have actu- an actual party on stage. Like it seems Friday. like a party. That's, awesome. That's yeah. why it's so fun. Well, also, I think that there isn't a better cast to do this. And, and yeah. I mean that for the, the sake of... With, we I have mean, the mix of professionals and unprofessional people. <laughs> with, with for the, real, that it becomes like this kind of... This with, is the best element live because maybe we mess up, maybe we don't. If we do, it's charming because we'll find our way out of it. And it, we're just, it's not a better cast for it, right? We're the most likely <laughs> cast to mess up, but also I think we're the best cast to kind of get it back on track because yeah. of, of the comedians and because mm-hmm. of whatever experience yeah. people have had. And when we laugh, it feels like it's just friends laughing in the scene. And Bill always says, Bill always says, if you crack up, just crack up because yeah. friends do that. It's weird if people are making fun of each other and other people don't laugh. Yeah. yeah, it's one of Bill's biggest pet peeves is like when he watches a sitcom and somebody's saying a joke and nobody else laughs. Yeah, and people, like, people do this. Yeah. yeah. Instead and it's of like, actually no, laughing. No, you should laugh because that's funny. Exactly. And so we do that. And a lot of times we just go, we're going to, I'm going to try to make you laugh. I'll say it to Chris, I'll say it to Ron. I was like, I'm going to try to get you in this scene. Do you guys you know? ever have bets like that backstage? Like, I'm going to get you today. Like, I'm going to make you laugh on, you know, oh, or I do embarrass it all the time. you. The first, ep- the first live one from last season, yeah. I remember, like, first, you guys, the energy just on like social media, like, it was. Completely obvious, but I remember that you guys were going back and forth like, I'm going to do this to this person, or I'm yeah, yeah. daring to do this to that yeah. person. Well, there were, there were lines that we didn't know were coming, and Brent got given a line to say to Chris to make mm-hmm. fun of Chris, and then Chris got given a line to come back. Um, and that's the writers, they do that, they've been doing it this year too. It's and they like, didn't know it was coming, so the, the, they changed the, the line at the last minute yeah. too, and like to the point that like I would say to Chris, I go, Hey, th- this particular moment, we should do this and he goes I can't do that now I go why he goes Bill gave me a line I can't tell you here and I was like alright and, moments and then awesome. it's about Ron or something but it's just to see how we react to it like last season it was like well you gained weight during since we season. started shooting yeah mm-hmm. about me and that came from the writers and I didn't know that was coming and I'm on national television live for the first time and, and then, I'm like then they gave you yeah well you look like the ugly guy I from Whitney I said you look like the ugly guy from Whitney on the other one and Chris was like well I've never seen that show but it was just about <laughs> throwing us off and that's the fun the writers have is like doing that to all of us and finding things to like mess with each other and that's part of the fun of the audience too is that you have that ability to enjoy it and also enjoy it in the same way that uh, a show like this works. It's, it's it's the social media element, the live element, the idea that you can interact with us. Like we have Periscope going on during commercial breaks, so you but can see during us. a scene the other night. I had Periscope on from my POV, so <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Rick and Ron were in front of me, and I said, "I'm going to be Periscoping in the scene because <laughs> I was on my phone. I was doing a joke about something that's on the news, so I was holding my phone like that, and it was filming Rick and Ron in the scene like yeah. live. So people people really go for it, and I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's more really than good just way. a live show. I think it's just almost an interactive show because yeah. we have this element too, where we have a phone number that I gave out in the the premiere uh. this week, and like people, a lot of people, it's like the big battle has been like, is that real? Is it real? And I was like, yeah, it is real, and it's in the set. Yeah, we've got the phone on week, set during and the week. It's also on the set during the show. So if I answer it, Chris answers it, or David answers it, or anybody. That's a real person calling us. But it's so not imagine. actually Chris's phone, right? No, it's not his actual phone. It's Danny's phone. What? Yes, it's Dan. I know. It's I Danny's was... number. It, and it's and okay. it's a 313 what? number. It's a, it's a Detroit number. Sometimes so... on TV, things are not real. <laughs> <laughs> but this gotcha. is live, so it has to be... <sighs> but but, but what is live is imagine you're sitting at home, <laughs> and you're watching a show, and you said, 
I'm going to call that number. And you call that number, and Chris or me or him picks it up as you're watching the show and goes, hello? And you're like, oh, boy, hello? <laughs> How crazy is that? How surreal yeah. is that? What have people said? People, well, they're just freaked out that somebody's picking up while they're watching you pick it up. Some you know? people some people are, like, drunk or, like, they're yeah. funny. Like, Has anyone ever cried? Not cried. There was a guy that got a bit emotional the other day. He was like, I just want to say, like, you guys yeah. are, like, doing such amazing <laughs> stuff. And, like, you're so inspirational. I just think you're all so great. And he was just kind of, like, fran- sounded like he was on the verge of tears. Yeah. Because he was like, I've tried calling for, like, seven hours now. And it's, <laughs> it's crazy. The phone doesn't stop ringing. And it just yeah. goes to dressing room to dressing room. So... It legitimately is on set. And we'll send day. people. We'll ask for pictures and we'll send a selfie to people. Yeah, we send texts. There was there was a the woman time. the other day. She was like, "Oh, my kids love Bridget Mendler." And I said, "Oh, cool. What's their names?" And I got their names. And I went to Bridget and I said, "Just say hi to these two girls." And then you send it to these. And can you imagine being a little girl and Bridget Mendler's yeah. like your hero? And then you get yeah. a thing saying, "Hi, Emma," and it's like the little girl. You know, people love that kind of stuff. For those of you out there watching, the number is three one three five two five two zero one four. Yeah, so write that down. Well, I, I take notes. So I'm, I'm on, good job, I'm on good top job. of it. Have you tried to call yet, Joe? I did. I called earlier. I, <laughs> did I, you? Yeah, oh, I called earlier today. I'm actually curious where it is on the weekends, though. We've always wondered a, that. Where is it? It's usually a writer's place. I think it's at Bill's. Bill has it. Bill Lawrence Bill, usually has it. Bill too, did not place. answer. I wanted, to, I wanted to ask if they, you know, give me an interesting question to ask David tonight. And Bill will have the phone at his place. Last weekend he had it at his place, and he'll just drink tequila alone in his, like, <laughs> fancy bar. <laughs> And pick up phones, and, and he's like, my wife got mad at me because I was talking to too many people <laughs> on this phone. It's like, so just call it, and maybe Bill Lawrence picks up, and you can talk to him. The, that I really like the, the idea, and I didn't really notice it until you know hanging out with you guys today. But you guys are all just such good friends in real life. Yeah. It seems, and and you guys hang out outside of you know outside of work. Well, Brent oh, passed yeah. out on my sofa on Friday night at five yeah. a.m. So we had a, we had a great moment. <laughs> nice. And then you guys, you guys go to Vegas together or go gambling together? We will. We will. If, if Rick Glassman is with me, I, that's the only way we, I go to we Vegas. Did, we did a tour together this year where uh, I got asked to go and fill in for Bill to host the tour. So I had to write like five or ten minutes of, uh, of stand-up. Stand-up, yeah. How was that? It was petrifying because I'd, I'd go to these guys and stand-up's not We're a collaboration. So mean. <laughs> it's not a collaboration. I'm like, can I just run a joke by you? They're like, no, you'd be good. Yeah, yeah. But we also will say things just, like this. What just if, just what? before I went on for my first show in Vegas, right? Vegas. Bearing in mind, these guys start out open mics, seven people. I've got 600 people at the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard Rock. In Vegas, his first show. Chris and Ron stand-up. both go, dude, just so you know, you're going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to die. When they were just there. trying to be nice, they were like, just so you know, like you're gonna bomb and it's gonna be really bad. But just yeah. know that now. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, that's not he doesn't need to hear that. No. <laughs> just uh, let him go out there. But I went out and I did it I did a solid two. So he did two minutes. supposed to do ten minutes, and we're taping him and he does two minutes. He does about a minute fifty and he goes, Alright, I think we'll get it started out of like Ron's first thing goes what? <laughs> <laughs> when you're out there, it feels like because I, I was going through. I was like, these guys are all in the bar and stuff, and I'm in my room. I've never seen them nervous until this <laughs> practicing before, and I was like, okay, that's about ten minutes. I thought it was about ten minutes, and when yeah. you're out there, it, time is just oh, a totally it just goes different. too fast. Um, yeah. But by by the end of the tour, I think I was doing. 
10 minutes. Well, was... by the time we got to Detroit, he was doing well. And I remember Chris and I were backstage, and he was doing, and also we were making fun of him because he was like, because he's British and he like reads. So he has all these like. <laughs> he uses words. He has all these political, what's going on in the world, who cares to me? I like cartoons. But he's <laughs> doing this, these bits and using big words. I was doing you know, stuff about like, like gun, gun control. Or, and... Yeah, gun control. Doing things. And me and Chris are backstage, and we're like, oh, and then Chris is like, that's too big of a word, too big of a word. Like, we're just messing around. And then he starts getting big laughs. And Chris looks at me and goes, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Everyone all right. calm down. He goes, everybody calm down, calm down, and calm down. We've been doing this longer. We need it. <laughs> and then he gets a big laugh, and Chris goes, get him off, get him off, get him off. And then I, I came off, and Chris goes, don't ever crush again. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like we earned this. And it was like, because he's just done like Shakespeare and a lot of live stuff and Sherlock and like <laughs> Doctor Who. What I like to call real acting. He's done that. But Drama. I've never seen him nervous before, so it was so funny to see him this nervous. But by the time we got to Detroit, he's like, comes up stage, he's like, all right. Who's next? And I go, oh. <laughs> it's just to be 10 that. years to get to this point. Follow and I was that, like, bitches. motherfucker is doing well already. Oh, it was, it enough, was, it was enough of a taste of stand-up to know that I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't I don't want to I wouldn't want to pursue it. <laughs> yeah. Why would you? You don't need to. Yeah, you just need 10 minutes. <laughs> I like having good. a wife. Yeah, you like having a wife yeah. and a life. Yeah. Well, I'm speaking of in my relationship. stand-up, uh, we've gotten some more comments that they really like how you guys are breaking the fourth wall, yeah. which is combining just like all these different aspects together. Like, what is it about it that is it live now? Is that the reason that it's like kind of okay to do that? Whereas when we watched last season, the season before, you know, you weren't really breaking the fourth wall or talking about who you are in life as an actor, with which you guys have done with like several of the cast yeah. members. I think honestly, the big thing that Bill Lawrence said, and this is Bill Lawrence championing this entire thing, was uh, a show called Rock was the last sitcom to do an all live season like us. Uh, you know, like 20 years plus ago. Yeah. And the big selling point of that show was a lot of them are Broadway actors, and they, their big selling point was, we're so trained you won't even know it's live. And Bill's idea was, what's the point then? Let's, yeah. let's like, get let's, a bunch of Yeah, let's amateurs. get, why not put you guys on live television and be aware of that? And it is because we're live that we can play with the camera or do something stupid or laugh or throw each other off. I mean, Already in two, you know, episodes, really, well, three, you know, with the live hour and the half hour, we're, we're already doing that. We're breaking, we're having fun, we're throwing each other off. The, the writers are trying to throw curveballs towards us. We, you know, we're using the audience, we're, we're playing with live bands, we're doing a lot of fun stuff, because why not? I mean, honestly, multicam sitcoms today aren't, aren't sexy. There's nothing appealing about it now. So why not change it? I mean, you have a group of people that are legitimately funny and legitimately love each other and have known each other for a while, for You're real. blowing my mind over here. You know, and legitimately utilize what we have. And what we have is this, the ability to fall on our face and get up, the ability to talk our asses off in the middle of no situation, for real, and to be able to work as a team to try to make something happen in a 
that's a luxury we have. And the reason we never broke the fourth wall we were taped is because there was no reason to. Now we have a reason to. Yeah, and it's kind of, I think it'd be jarring if we did it before. I think yeah. it would put people off. Whereas now I think people are watching and they're like, what's going to happen, what's going to happen? And I think if you look down the lens and you connect with people, I think it's kind of, it's a bit of a, ooh, it's kind of yeah. like a little peek. And it's a, it's a to be honest, and this is also to Bill's uh, credit as well, it's finding the balance of, what's an event and what's a show that you can live in this world because you want to utilize a live crowd and be aware that this is a live show but also be aware that these are characters and this is you want to be invested because people want to be invested in this world and they want to vicariously live through whatever's going on so how do you do that and also kind of work with that fourth wall and that the idea of this is a live show so to be honest it's all of us are learning from it, and we're all like doing it on the fly and figuring it out. And yeah, it's and there's still stuff. There's still stuff that Bill like during the week. There's still stuff that Bill and Adam would be like, okay, this is on us. We kind of yeah. we kind of fucked up on these certain things, so mm-hmm. we're going to change this. We're going to change this. We're still finding the format because yeah. there's not a blueprint for it. There isn't. There's the sketch shows. There's like SNL, which is a sketch show, and it's amazing, but it's it's not a through line. It's not character arcs. It's not a story. Yeah. So yeah, we're still kind of finding our feet. And week to week, hopefully, we're going to improve and get better. And, and yeah, and it's not just about spiking the lens and looking down the camera. We need to kind of maintain the story and the characters. And I think mm-hmm. having someone like Bill, someone who's got such a strong track record with characters that people fall in love with, like Scrubs, yeah. um, I think I think he's got the he's got the perfect balance with that. I think. Yeah. Now, with that being said, like with the live format, is it kind of. Uh, influencing ways that you, you know, different story arcs that you hope that your character can get into? Have you guys thought like, oh, now that it's live, it'd be really interesting if Justin could go through this or yeah. if Brett could do this? Well, there was the thing with, with Brent getting his chest waxed. Yeah. Um, and, and things like that. I think there's gonna there's definitely going to be stuff that is uh, written for the purpose of the live show. It's like the 40-year-old version, except that wasn't live, but still, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Same deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got my shoulders waxed one time, dude. <sighs> it actually didn't hurt at all. Oh. Really? Yeah. Right. No, for real. It didn't hurt at all. You, and I, I mean, think you, there was adrenaline there as well. So. I did. That's why. Drunk? It had yeah, to be yeah. adrenaline. And the second one I was, and that's Ed Sheeran's fault. Sinatra. So Sinatra. Yeah. The second one I was a little drunk. I did five shots to kill that Sheeran Fabulous. before the second Perfect. one. But, but, um, that's another thing. You know, <laughs> tune into the West Coast version and Brent might be drunk. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're a pop star, and I never knew I'd be intimidated by an acoustic artist, but I was. And, uh, and who's going to do a who's, shot, mate? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I'm already five in. I was like, uh-huh, I'll do another one. And then, so I got a little drunk for that one. But it never hurt, and I think it's got to be adrenaline because I was so nervous it was going to yeah. hurt. Um, but it didn't hurt. And then I never shaved my chest because the lady who was doing the wax was like, do you want me to fix, like, even it out? I go, no. I go, <laughs> I said, just leave it. And she goes, why? She actually asked, like, why? I go, I don't know. It's kind of funny to me. I just have two strips. <laughs> I had two strips until it evened out finally. It took like so long for this to grow back to what it was, but it never really hurt. I did bleed though, and that's because Chris was doing it, but it didn't hurt. Not oh. great. Ladies, do you guys have any questions or burning desires? Nope. I was gonna ask if it hurt, and I'm still not sold on the fact that it didn't. How it didn't hurt, but I also hurt? like pain. I like pain. I've had I've <laughs> had waxing done, and it hurts. It yeah, hurts. It, hurts. I think it didn't hurt for me because I'm on national television. I'm getting waxed by a friend that I don't trust, 
and I'm thinking this is going to be the most painful thing ever. So I think my anticipation of the pain, right. like, stopped it from ever hurting. And it didn't hurt at all. And I was like, oh, okay, that doesn't hurt. So you got very lucky. I was very you lucky. Very and then the lucky. second shot, I was just a little bit drunk. So I was like, all right, we're good. <laughs> a little. Yeah. Now, what, um, for each of you guys, question for each of you, what was your favorite moment or part of this episode, the rock and a hard place? A rock and a hard place walk into a bar. What was your favorite episode, a favorite moment of it? For me, it would have to be the singing at the end <laughs> because of it was a week of David training me how to sing Grease, and uh, I blew my voice out trying popped to the sing. Pop the, pop the cord. Yeah. yeah, I popped the old cord. Right. And it was the only thing I thought about the entire week. I was like, I'm going to nail this on the stairs. Big closing moment. And... I did the opposite immediately and started laughing immediately. And I could hear David laughing and I could hear Rick laughing. And I heard all my friends just laughing at me while I'm doing this. There's nothing worse than doing an ending show moment when what's coming out is the worst sound ever. So it kind of made me laugh so hard that I was like, shit. Because in my head, I, I was, what they don't know, I had the leather jacket on. And in my head, I was going, come on, Brent, you got this. Nail it. Do it for your family. Like I had that moment, and I came out. I was like, "Nay!" I was like, "Oh boy, blew it!" I immediately blew it, and I could hear them laughing as they came up trying to sing. And I was like, "Oh, this is on national television." And my hands up like this on stairs, and I'm like, "At the the like, this is Jesus Christ superstar, and it's yeah. worse." I'm like sitting there like, "Oh boy, I just blew everything." Yeah. But what made me happy was I could hear Rick and you and Ron and everybody laughing coming up the stairs. And I was like, that's what this show is about. It's about a group of friends who are like, even when you fail, we're not going to help you. That's so funny. You're on your own, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck you, man. You're and, own, and, and he tried to help me so much. He tried to help me. He tried so much to the point that when he would come up the stairs before I started singing, he was like, nah. I'd give like, him the note? He would give me the note. Oh. As he's coming up, I said, please do it and show night. And he did it. And I was like, got it. <laughs> and I was like, no! Which is actually the right note that he's singing. <laughs> now he gets it. Now he's got it. Oh, but I bombed so bad. My bad. mom even said, what happened on that <laughs> note? Like, and I was like, come on, mom. Just let me have the failure. And my brother, who was a musical theater major, goes, way to go, Zuko. And I was like, all right, get it. I failed. But hearing them laugh as I'm like this, and I have a comb, I was like, this is what the show's about. It's about that failure, that fun. You know, it's about, like, <laughs> even if we mess up, we're on national television. Who cares? Yeah. I what mean, we do care too much. It actually really was destructive to me that entire night. <laughs> but uh, it actually hurt me mentally. It and you, so and much. You, but, and you pop folks. Oh, I, I popped a couple folks. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh, my, you? My favorite moment... Uh, I've, I've got two. One was the dress rehearsal for that that moment because <laughs> it was so ridiculous. And the other one was um, when Chris and Bridget were having a, a fight and uh, he improvised. Uh, he called her. He was like, shut up, you demon. Yeah, yeah. And because it's Bridget and she's so sweet and she lovely. She looks like an angel. She yeah. looks like an angel. And a 34-year-old man who's six foot two. He's 35. 35. A 35-year-old man, six foot two, calling that little blonde girl a shut up, you demon. I thought it was so funny. And he, yeah. he improved that in the moment as well. There was a version, but we had to cut it down, where um, he was he was threatening to fight her, wasn't he? He was like, he I'll, goes, I'll hit you. I've hit a girl before. I was I'll like, yo, Chris. 
<laughs> I think the network were like, yeah, we're, we're not going to well, do it. Well, being Chris, that for the run through, I was like, uh, you know, that's getting cut, but that's hilarious. So yeah. I was like, I fought a girl. I've done it before. I fought a girl before. I fought a girl before. It's like, of course, it's not sticking in this yeah. show. The fact that the writers even wrote that was the most ridiculous thing ever. Oh, my double dick line. I enjoyed it on the night. <laughs> There was there was there was a line that um, there was a line that I can't remember what it was wasn't working. Then they replaced it with something else. How and am I only the third gayest person here? Yeah, and, and I, I, I read it, it the night before, and the line was it was after these two do it like a little shark fight thing, and I go, how how is it that I had a penis in each hand last night, and yet I'm not the gayest person in this bar? Yeah, and I thought he <laughs> he sent a screenshot of that script, and I thought he wrote that as a joke. Yeah, and when I, I read I, it, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that like was the, most, the most trained yeah. actor on the show it has to deliver that line. I was like, so to me, it was like, this is the funniest. I thought there's no way the network are going to get like let that go. And, and then I was really worried about it because I wasn't sure if it was going to work. And then on <laughs> show, night, show night was the first time I ever read it out loud. And it just went. It was like the biggest laugh I've got. It was hilarious. It yeah, was by far one of the funniest lines of the episode. Yeah, I loved which it. is yeah. so crazy. Well, that's a testament to Bill, though. Yeah. Like, there's certain moments where you go, you're an idiot, Bill. All right, I'll do it, Bill. And then you do it. And, and then you like, do oh, it, and you go, right, oh, yeah, course. that's why. Because yeah. he's been doing this since he was 26, and he's so good at yep. this. Now, I know you guys are trying to get The Rock to come on and guest on yeah. Twitter. That's what? a lot of Ron and Rick. Ron and Rick are really forcing the shit out of that. <laughs> what, 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 would, what, would your be, what would your ideal special guest drop-in be? My ideal special yeah, guest drop-in yeah. would be, uh, I would like Russell Crowe to play either Chris's dad he or won't his do brother. He's, he's blocked me on Twitter, by the way. Oh, oh. what? Russell Crowe blocked me Well, on he Twitter. seems like such a nice guy. It's really Dude, shocking. that's awesome. Yeah, How'd that happen? Because he, he went through a... I don't know if he does it anymore, because I can't read his tweets. <laughs> but he, 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 he lists, every time he does a workout, he lists exactly what he's done. So he's like, 20 push-ups. 20 miles on the bike fucking 200 pound barbell and so I, I tweeted him and I was like uh, 25 push ups 300 weight on the barbell eat that crow so I just do everything a little bit better not saying like Russell Crowe you're a cunt or anything but like yeah. <laughs> he, he, he blocked me because because I was making fun of his workout tweets wow. and that's it Oh, and now like, I can't read well, that. Well, now I really want him on the show because I want that to be a discussion. Yeah. I want to hear his yeah. character. It's like, why'd you block me, Russell? Uh, I want that. That'd be fun. You continuously just one-upping the Liam entire Neeson. episode. I want Liam Neeson on the show to either play Chris's dad. I'm just thinking about Chris's dad. Somebody that's so intimidating that comes in and is like, hey. Neeson, you know, like, Neeson would be great. I'd like uh, Ricky Gervais or, um, oh, yeah. or the Muppets. Oh, the, the Muppets. Muppets. Yeah, yeah, that'd be Awesome. Fun. Well, you you worked with Ricky uh, on Life's Too Short. Yeah, I, know. I love my favorite episode of Life's Too Short. Which is episode. Yeah, uh, I mean he's 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 my he's my fucking absolute comedy hero. Top three for me. For me, for me, the British Office. I don't think comedy can get much better than that. It's so, my um, favorite. Favorite. It's, probably my favorite show I, I, too. And so when I when I worked with him, I was just kind of completely in like in awe, and he was such a nice guy. And uh, that's gonna be so crazy, by the way. Like both of them, they were both directing. Were you nervous? I yeah, I was, I was. But then he's so kind of amiable that you lose that kind of nerves within ten minutes. But then you get on set and the work begins, and you're like, that, that's why he's a genius. And he gave me uh, he gave me a bit of direction. He said um, he said oh, so this happens and this. So Warwick Davis comes in and ruins my wedding with a terrible speech. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Um, so he does this speech and then Ricky said like I know him Ricky Ricky Gervais says to me uh, 
when he finishes the speech, look down the lens. You know, like we do in, did in the office. And I was like, yeah, I know what he did in the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I look down the lens after the speech, and I just hear from the monitors, <laughs> that Ricky Gervais laugh. And I was like, that's my career made yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah. That's, that's for me. Like, Season one, it was the, when because I've seen that show, and I love anything Ricky does, and that was my favorite episode of that series. And we were Liam talking Neeson's to, in that episode. He is in that that's episode. Such a yeah. good that's bit. one of the greatest bits, sketches. So one of the best sketches I've ever seen. And I, I asked him, I goes, what was it like? And you're, I said, did he laugh? Because he always laughs. And then you told me Fuck about that. Fuck you know what? And you hear that, it's like it's got to be the greatest feeling <laughs> ever. Yeah, it's amazing. And they finish at 4 o'clock every day. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Which is crazy for somebody who breaks as much as he does. Yeah. You know? They, 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 they do 9 till 4 and they're just like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. That's beautiful. Jeez. That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. That's exciting. Man. Yeah. That'd be, when I, when Dad, that'd be fun. He would do it. Maybe. I think we should ask him. <laughs> yes. I'll look at the list. Yeah. Hey, do it. Hey, yo, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet it at him uh, after the show. Yeah, I will. Um, yeah. Tell him. We'll get him. We'll I want Bill him. Murray, we'll too. Bill oh, Murray. Bill Murray would be amazing. great. We had that idea last year, didn't we? What I had the Bill number. Murray we got to do it. So Bill Murray has got this thing where uh, he doesn't audition for stuff. People call this oh, uh, yeah, 1-800 number. He doesn't have an number. agent, so he has a 1-800 number so that you, you can't call leave a message. And you pitch right. your movie, and then he gets his lawyer to call you back if he's interested. Yeah. And it took me two months. I, I tracked down his number, and I have it now. So I think, what? I think we should. But I don't want to do it unless we're shooting it, because I think it'd be a, a funny YouTube thing for us to like. I think we should keep oh. people trying to get Bill but Murray all of on us the show. keep pitching, Absolutely. and then eventually we're like, yeah. fucking answer the phone, fucking Bill. The fact that I got it, though, and I have that in my phone that says Bill Murray, is I win. <laughs> I'm like so it took me like two months. Yeah. I got it. I got the number. Yes! Now, do you guys? What's what's next for you guys? Uh, the rest of the season, but do you guys have anything else coming down the pipe? Uh, I have my first hour special coming out on Netflix on December first. Congratulations! I shot in New York this summer. That's I was awesome. on tour for it, and uh, I can't be more excited for it. I just finished. We just finished editing it, and uh, I'm amped for it. I'm just. I'm actually the most nervous for that, to be honest with you, out of anything. And then uh, I did a movie called How to Be Single that's coming out. Uh, I don't know when the fuck that's coming out. But like, <laughs> I'm only in like two scenes of it, but I play kind of a degenerate dirtbag. But uh, you get to shoot a gun, though, don't you? What? Did you have a gun? No, that's that's another. I did another thing called uh, Crunch Time, which is this. Uh, I work with these people. This guy Andrew Disney and Bradley Jackson, and they're like these Austin filmmakers, like very hungry, amazing people to work with. And I went and did it, and only because I thought that they were just so hungry and great and rooster teeth is is putting it out you know i think it's gonna be on the web you know it's an the internet web. show the web it's I'm going to be on the web webinet <laughs> but uh it's uh a crazy weird sci-fi thing and i get to play like a detective and and uh <laughs> shoot a gun and have a beard and be not justin so that was fun too so but out of that's what i have coming that's Yay. awesome mm. um i shot a movie last summer called married young and it's my first lead in a movie. Yeah. That's great. Um, so, you know, God bless the Seth Rogans and Jack Blacks of the world making uh, <laughs> chubby fat guys popular again. <laughs> lead in movies. Yes. Um, and uh, it's got a great cast. Gary Cole's in it. Um, Vanessa Lenges is in it. Um, nice. It's got, yeah, some really cool actors in there. Uh, who actually, Gary Cole, I was kind of in awe of. I was a bit starstruck by him. Um, do you know him from Veep? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he's in his office space. Yeah. Yeah, so that's coming out. I don't Great know hairline. Great hairline. Um, in the next couple of months, I believe. 
That's yes, awesome. Yeah, watch this space. Do you have any desire to, to go back to directing? I know you won an award at the Edinburgh Festival. Jesus, you must have dug that out. Yeah, I did. I'm yeah. telling you, I was excited. I'm excited. I was excited to have you on the show. I did win an award in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, it was. Uh, I did this thing in London called the Sitcom Mission, where there was uh, kind of staged productions of sitcom scripts, and we did. Um, we won this competition, so we decided to take an hour-long version up to Edinburgh. We did it last minute, but we kind of sold out every day, and yeah, I won a, 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 an award for directing. Yeah, that was cool. I completely forgot about that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's you, you, so want, that's you want to do cool go again? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I kind of definitely aspire to direct in the future, for sure. And I've been actually shadowing um, Phil Lewis on... He's on the director of Bill's, our show. He directs our show, but when he was doing Ground Floor, Bill's other show, I kind of shadowed him for a couple of weeks. Just to kind of learn the the format, yeah. Would you, would you be? Well, I don't even know if it's possible since you know it's live. But would you be able to, or even aspirations to direct an episode of Undateable? I, I mean, I if it wasn't live, I'd say yeah. But I think it would be tricky directing yeah. these guys. Were <laughs> <laughs> impossible. Yeah. Especially just to get them to put, Chris, just to get them to, to get them to put their phones down for five minutes. Not Brent. Brent's not guilty of that. But I'm actually good at that. Yeah. Which is <laughs> shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I'd love, I'd love to direct for sure. That's it would cool. Be the worst people to direct. <laughs> yeah, I, there's a couple of shorts online as well that I, I kind of directed as well. Yeah, yeah. Then where can we find them? We, uh, they're they? on YouTube. One's called um, uh, "Amazing People Living with a Handlebar," <laughs> 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 uh, and the other one I didn't direct, but uh, it's all improv. It's called "Amazing People: The Man with the Wobbly Hand." Yeah, that, that's which, one which of my won awards as well. That's so funny. It won awards, and then I kind of I was on the news, I think, in San Diego promoting this. And the guy was like, hey, uh, how about the uh, the wobbly jelly guy? I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> was like, the jelly hand guy. I was like, I I'm sorry. I live on air, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so then he had to pull it up, and he's showing this like little short film that I did years ago, and I sent it to the guy I made it with. I was like, we just made the news in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that awesome. was cool. <laughs> now, uh, so what's, what's, ne what's can you give us an inside scoop on what's next on Undateable Live, or, or is that kind of... We well, only, we only know week to week. We only yeah. know one okay. episode ahead. We don't know what's kind of coming We don't know, story-wise, I can definitely say that every week we're going to have a musical guest, and uh, there's going to be some really fun guests coming up, and we're going to have a lot of people, a lot of celebrity types, are loving what's happening with it, and they think it's so fun that I, I wouldn't be surprised. Hopefully we get The Rock, but there's going to be a lot of people that are going to come in and end up in the bar for no reason and there's going to be a lot of mayhem but there's also going to be a lot of story and heart and moments that Bill's so good at doing ticking all the boxes in the sense are you? huh ticking all the boxes story heart celebs yeah, yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> said ticking all the boxes yeah. riveting so that means British. something else, I think. Ticking all the boxes. <laughs> but do you think there's any celebrities that are going to be contacting on Dateable being like, hey, I want to be on this. Like, why haven't you guys asked me? I would yet? hope so. Um, uh, regardless if they are, we will be. Mm -hmm. And the cast will do it. We have no shame. And <laughs> we have no ego. So I'm ready to contact. You give me a number to anybody you know I'm, and that I like. I'm calling them. Us too. Like, we will track them down for you. Yeah. We will do it for you. Yes, please, absolutely. Please. <laughs> Mark Paul Gosler. Go do their I show. I was just going to say. He was just on our show. Great. It would be great to get him and... Um, Tone. The, and Tone, but the other guy from Saved by the Slater. Bell. AC Slater, yeah. That'd Mario awesome. Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mario is there. I don't want Mario on the show. <laughs> like, no Mario. I don't like it because he hasn't aged... Yes, he's a really It kind of bothers me so much that he's so fit still. Mario you know? has to be on the show. 
Fine. Fine. I bet Maria knows Mario. Have you seen him in the flesh? Has anyone seen him in the flesh? I have. I met him in the flesh. He looks amazing. He's beautiful. It bothers me. He's been preserved. And Mark is so nice too. So it's like it's two extremely nice people that have aged well, and it really makes me sad. Mario caught me off guard because I work at Universal, and then he was their off like his trailer when he films extra, and we were on the same escalator, and. Dude was small. I mean, like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yoked for a small guy, built, but, but he's, he's short. Yeah, oh, right. short, like sl- slender. Oh, okay. I mean, he's so slender. <laughs> I don't know why I use that word to describe her. You're making him like a piece of meat over mm, here. Well, I mean, <laughs> come on. That's how you know you're attractive as a man <laughs> yeah. when other men describe you slender. physically. You got to give credit so where like, credit's well, due. He was very yeah. slender. Yeah. And who knows? There's people doing it when you guys are tweeting out photos of you guys uh, working out. Thank you. you know. That's a good picture. You're oh, not in yes. that one. Yeah. It's a good picture, isn't it? It was. I, I was there earlier, that. though. I saw that, and I was like, I don't know if the lights hit my arms. You were monsters. <laughs> like, you were hulking out like yeah. in that photo. I remember that. I'm like, I need to look it's a, that. It's a, it's a trick of the light, but uh, <laughs> okay. Rick, light. Rick is genuinely jacked. Yeah, like no. sometimes you wouldn't think to but look at him, but if you see his arms and stuff, he's... But he's annoying because he's like, oh, I'm so little. No, you're not, dude. <laughs> you got veins I would die for. Yeah. I can't even see my veins, man. <laughs> you kidding, dude? You don't think I... Well, all right. There's nothing no, there. You're the same as me. Irish. No Irish. veins. So pale and veinless. Yeah. Our good friend Joseph uh, Boza, I hope I pronounced that right, Joseph, he loves the show and comments a lot. He thinks that Danny and Brent will faint and piss if Mario stops by the show. Faint and piss? Faint and no. piss. That's a lot of... Mm-hmm. I won't do that. What I would do is I'd be like, I'd be like let's the wrestle! The and the I would piss and <laughs> That's what would happen. I wouldn't oh, no. piss myself. I might faint, but that would be for other issues. Um, <laughs> if Liam Neeson's on the show, I might faint. You might break another Vogue. Yeah. yeah, I know. Another Vogue <laughs> might shatter. This is catching on. I broke Hasht- a Vogue. Hashtag broke a Vogue. I feel like you guys need to do like a, a PSA, you know, like at the end, like, like yeah. the say by the bell. Hi. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Maybe I'll yell. Uh, maybe you shouldn't. I'm Brem Morn, and I broke a Vogue. Hashtag broke a Vogue underneath. Popped a Vogue. I think, yeah, it was popped a Vogue. Popped a Vogue. You popped a Vogue. Cut! Cut! Let's go again. <laughs> Back to one. Let's interrupt me, producer. <laughs> check, check the gate. The so you're check. thinking about yelling at your spouse? Why is there something in my ear? Well, we were going we to restart. Back to one. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Presented by Akuman. This is Joe Doyle. <laughs> a joke from the techies, huh? Yeah. I love it. Don't call them techies. I love a techie joke. <laughs> That's a good rim shot. I like those perfect. Do you, do you ever wish you had rim shots during your stand-up shows? Um, or are you like, no? No. Because uh-huh. I don't tell jokes. <laughs> I'm not good at jokes, so I can't do that. I'm, I'm, I'm a storyteller, so I, I'm not good at like, well, the doctor went out to the office and said, where's my stethoscope? Or whatever. See? <laughs> 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 you did. But, you just never tried. That was perfect. It was fantastic. Yeah. You know, I went to a bar mitzvah. Where's the yarmulke? <laughs> that actually is offensive to everybody that's Jewish. That sound. That just sounds like it's scary to go to a bar mitzvah. You always do Jewish improv. When we did we did uh, we did a thing with Chris Hardwick for Nerdist and you did what was it the Hanukkah chipmunk? That wasn't my fault though. It was the the Passover chipmunk. <laughs> and then Brent improvised this Jewish chipmunk to sing a song about Passover. I thought Passover was about a Jewish chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me that little noise. I always give him that. That's awesome. <laughs> 
That is fantastic. Are you guys jealous at all that uh, that Ron is the reigning midnight champion? And got nah, the I don't give a shit about that. That's a stupid show. Because <laughs> uh, he, he lost. I've never done it, but I'm putting this yeah, on. Yeah, I lose like on purpose. Why do I need I'd, to I'd win like that? To what am I, a dork? <laughs> yeah. I love Chris. It's a great show. It's fun. I've gotten more followers from that than anything I've done in my life, which is sad. Um... <laughs> But winning on that show, no. That means that I have to put in an effort to write topical bits that I'm not going to do. But I like to do little I don't watch stuff. news. Yeah, I'm not a news guy. <laughs> After Buzz TV News. <laughs> With Brent Lauren. Way too much fun. How much of there is just like a fist fight in the booth right now? <laughs> and they're just hitting all the right buttons the at buttons. the right time? <laughs> well, yeah, that brings us to our After Buzz TV News segment that yeah. we have. Oh, okay. Um, Perfect. Yes. Anyone have any news? Nope. All right, that news? was your AfterBuzz TV news segment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just what if news was it. like that? Anybody got anything else? Anybody, no. Uh, well, I feel like we were talking weather. about the news, you know, like Netflix. <laughs> <got> weather. <laughs> Does anybody have any gossip? Nope. I have a question. Oh, I thought he was, oh, playing, I thought, I thought he was playing the gossip you question. Gossip? No, no, I don't. I don't. Okay. When did you guys figure out that you were going to become such a family? Like, first day of set, when you guys were all together, did you know instantly, like... Honestly, um, I can only personally, it, it, David would answer this better, but I could say only because Rick and I live next door to each other, have for like five, six years, and that was on purpose in the same apartment complex when he was a waiter, I was a PA. And we carpooled to the test for the show, booked the show together. We still carpool. Wow. Chris, I've known Chris since I was 18. It's my first friend in comedy. And uh, we used to play bowling alleys and hostels together. So I already had a family element with them. Right. Ron was just somebody you like immediately. And then David came in as an actual actor. And uh, David, my first experience with David where I laughed so hard, we did reshoots for the pilot. And he was American at first. and Because he could do a really good American accent. And the first scene, <laughs> first scene he does was sitting at the, the table on the set. And he's supposed to say massage. And he was perfect with the American accent, but for some reason he goes, massage, or whatever. <laughs> I just said it in the British way. It's such a British way. And they go, cut, and he immediately does the most British shit I've ever heard in my entire life. And this is where I immediately start crying laughing, because he's so nervous, as everybody is, because people are getting fired left and right before the show's even getting Damn. started. And he immediately does the most British reaction I've ever seen. He starts kind of fiddling around with the table, and he, and he does this, he goes, Oh dear. Um, <laughs> and I lost it. I started laughing. And I was like, that's so funny. I was like, that's so British. What it's you just so did? weird, isn't it, that I was going to be American on the show? Yeah, and then finally so they were crazy. just like, let him be British. And then, so yeah. then he was, which was perfect and is so good. And uh, I think, like, honestly, for most of us, we knew each other already. It kind of felt like for like Bianca and David. And uh, not Ron as much because he's a comedian as well, but I feel like uh, the other actresses and actors, it felt like we had a clubhouse and they were trying to come in. But we were very open to it because they're all so funny. Like It, it, took, a, it took a while for me to, not because not they weren't welcoming, but to relax. Yeah. Because of the work as well, because they're all so quick. I was like, I'd think of something to say, and then by the time I'd go to say it, Chris or Brent would have said something quicker and funnier. So it kind of took a while to just kind of catch up to their rhythm because yeah. they're all because it's just bam, 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 all day long. Like, and we don't stop. Like especially Chris and I, it's like we're, you could just there doesn't have to be gross. anybody there. <laughs> it really is just it's like we gross. just go off. And if you say one thing, like 
like when we were on tour, like Harlan, our fucking tour manager, said, uh, I'm going to get coffee at 6 in the morning after we did press. It was like 7 a.m. We were going up to a hotel. And that turned into him being a serial killer who eats shoes. <laughs> because all he said was, I'm going to get another cup of coffee. And it's like, so you, you end up walking on eggshells and being like, oh, man, if, if what I wear, is this, am I going to get made fun of for this? Is this going to happen? <laughs> if Phil says something that's stupid, our director, or like, like we did a, 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 our first table read of the season, Bill Lawrence is like, <laughs> it's like, and if you have anything that he wanted to say, answering any questions, we said, answering any questions. Chris immediately goes, answering? An- what's answering? We said answering, and he goes answering. Oh, because you said answering, so I just want to know <laughs> what the fuck is answering. That's me. not a word. That's not a word. It's not a word. Is it Bill? Bill is that a word? Answering? And he's like, God damn it! And he's like, This is the first meeting we're having together. Like we're just, we're actually really mean and terrible to each they other, are, but, but we brilliant. love each other. But it, it took me like about three weeks to like really just go for it and like make a joke. I was like. Today's the day you're gonna make a joke. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, he's it. so funny I and so it. good too. That I was so like... nervous, and I said something. We we're in, on the set, and I said something about the set. I was like, "Oh, this looks like a." And then Chris, Chris just goes, "The most fucking British thing I've ever heard. The most fucking British thing." And I was like, "Fuck!" So that just set me back a month. I'm not going to say anything ever again. But then Chris is like, I always say, I compare Chris to, I go, you know what you are? You're a dad who never says I love you. When you say I love you, I want to cry. You know? Because it's like, you don't know if he actually likes you until there's a moment. But then he said recently, he goes, to him, he goes, I'm so fucking happy you're on this show, dude. Imagine if we had somebody who sucked. And he's saying that to me. He goes, what if he just sucked? And I was like, that was so genuine. Because he was like, Chris, Chris and funny I, and Chris, fun. Chris and I have bonded over potty humor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because... Uh, I, I, I people just say poopy and it makes me laugh. Oh yeah. What's well, so interesting because he's like the most classically trained actor, and what's so funny that Chris and I is that because Chris's humor is so dumb, he'll do stoop the dumbest things, and we just and but I'll go so, I go look so at David, look at David, and David's crying. It's so crying funny from him though because he's because he's thirty five, and he's like big, and it's just like you see an, a grown man going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll go. I, and I'll say to him, I go, "You're 35." He goes, "It's funnier when you're older. It's funnier when you're older, dude." I can't wait till I'm 50. I'm doing the same shit. And he just, he's like this big kid. And then by the time we shoot, he's like, "Dude, I'm so tired." I was like, "Yeah, dude, because you've been running around doing bits all day." Like he does high kicks for yeah. Instagram and stuff, and then he's just trained. He, he does this joke. He does this joke, and it never stops. He does it every day. He gets his wallet. And he pretends to be an FBI agent making his first bust. He's so like, he pulls his wallet open every time. FB fucking I! Yeah, he'll go, he'll go FB fucking I! I've been telling you guys for years! I decided to do comedy to infiltrate you guys! And I'll be like, Chris, what do you, who's getting arrested? I don't like any of uh. you. And I was like, why would you do this? Do you have a career? He's like, because I did this for the... For the FB fucking eye. And it's like, you're 35. Fucking yeah, I'm 35. <laughs> I don't even like comedy. I'm not even a funny guy. I'm undercover. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, like, well, you do, you're doing so well in your career. Yeah, I didn't plan on that. I'm in too deep. But you're under arrest. <laughs> you're oh. under arrest, boom guy. We know what you're doing. And I was like, Chris, this is, it's like fucking 10 in the morning. Why are you doing this? Oh, man. Well, guys, we, I think we should just end on that act out. Yeah. That was great. Okay. Yeah, we ran out of time. Um, thank you guys for coming thank out. Thank you, Brad. Uh, for everyone out there, uh, like us on uh, on YouTube. Uh, go subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, 
follow them on Twitter, interact with the show. We'd love to have you guys back anytime. Yeah, um, we're really looking forward to uh, coming to see one of the live tapings. Uh, Chris invited yeah, us yeah, out yeah. Oh, to hang in the social media room. So cool. we're going to be oh, there. That's a cool so room. Fun. Yeah. It's of course. <laughs> Oh, oh in that case, that okay. Free booze, free food. Yeah. Yes. Best wow. way to start a Friday. But yeah, thanks for coming out, guys. Thanks really appreciate us. it. Thank uh, you for having anytime, us. Anytime, we'll let you guys know. Thank you guys for watching AfterBuzzTV.com's Undateable Live After Show. My name's Joe Doyle. You can find me at JoJo Doyle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all synergy. Ladies, tell us where we can find you. Uh, I'm Sam Davidson. You can find me online at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com or on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And I'm Hannah Pritchard. You all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. I'm Fiona Zaring. You can follow me on everything at Fiona Zaring. Guys, thanks again, wow. David Finn, <laughs> Brent Morin. You liked the out. name, didn't you? I know. I'll just figured out. Dude, I know you. Too. You do? You know Eleanor Lawrence from the Groundlings, don't you? <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. <laughs> thanks again, guys. Have a great night. We'll see you great next time on AfterBuzzTV.com. Sorry for that little thing. Better be that. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.